Welcome to Trigger Tuesdays with your host Tom and Josh. I am Josh. And I am Thomas. Yes, that's right. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 43 of this podcast, your favourite podcast, here with us every Tuesday. Your favourite Tuesday of the week. That's the one. <laughs> it's sticking. <laughs> so today we are going to be reversing around, reverting? Well, no. We're going to be talking about the topic of gigs. You sounded like a chat GPT script then. <laughs> When it sounds right, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gigs. Something that we both have a very big passion for. And we've yes. been to a lot. And I mean, a hell of a lot together. What is your first gig that you can remember going to? I know the first gig that I went to. It was My Chemical Romance when they released The Black Parade. Damn. In 2007. Jeez. And they played the Black Parade in full. Wow. And then they went off stage as the Black Parade came on and did a whole set as a, a My Chemical Romance. Really? Different outfits, different stage. Bloody hell. Two different bands. It was really cool. That's amazing. I mean, for your first gig as well, that's incredible. I just thought all gigs were like that, and they're not. No, that's Annoying, but, yeah. <laughs> I've seen my fair share of bad gigs, though, so what about you? My first one was... I know yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Maroon 5 with yourself and Chantel. Yep. And... My sister. It was something I'd never experienced before. And I, I did, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect, but it was just absolutely incredible. And I, I knew from that day, I was like, yeah, live, live performances of music is definitely something I want to do going forward. You were like, yeah, man, Maroon 5 fan through and through now, boy. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was it was fantastic. But then, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was soon after that you went to see Avenged Sevenfold. It was either Avenged Sevenfold or Slipknot. Or yeah, I went to see Avenged at the Wolverhampton Civic. Yeah. The old Civic, because uh, they've just redone it, all that stuff. Um, but the old Civic, and I barely remember anything about that gig really yeah I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have just because I was with friends at the time that just couldn't care less ah uh, okay and we had standing tickets and we spent the whole night sat upstairs on the balcony and I should have been I should have been at the front that's horrible still to this day though I still have Johnny Cry's plectrum have you really? You know the plectrum that we used to use when we recorded with the band? The yellow see-through one? Yeah. That's Johnny Christ plectrum. Bloody hell. Yeah. Lucky son of a girl. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I don't think there's ever been any gigs where I've actually caught a band. No. I've got a stack of drumsticks under my bed that Have were from you? different artists. and Yeah. That's I've got quite a few. I suppose it pays to be tall, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you get hit in the head with one, it's easier to catch, you know. What are some of the not-so-good gigs that you got on your mind? I went to see a band called Elliot Minor. Parallel Worlds. Yeah, that was the only song I knew of theirs. Yeah. And it was like McFly trying to play Dragon Force. It was so weird. That is a really weird combination. Yeah, like, it, I don't know. I just ended up kind of going along at the time because of my friendship group at school. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt it was a bit, a bit weird. Um, is it the fact that you didn't know the music or is it that you didn't really like the music that they were playing? They just weren't great in, <laughs> in terms of stage presence, in terms of the gig, in terms of the music on stage. Right, okay. Weren't that great. But 
I remember seeing them. I don't even remember the support act. It was at the old academy. And mm. I remember going to see, not long after that, Medina Lake. Any good? I saw Medina Lake twice. Yeah, they're very good. And uh, that's how I was. The thing that I love most about gigs is finding bands on support artists and stuff like that yeah. that you didn't expect to kind of get into. And I found a band called Envy on the Coast. I, rem- I, I love them. I remember you showing me them years ago. I mean, I, I will admit it's not a band that I've like, pursued that I remember, but I remember you showing them because the, the name's so distinctive. Yeah, they, I bought. I didn't have enough money at the time to go and buy a t-shirt, so I bought Envy on the Coast EP really? from them at the merch stand because it was like three quid. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I can, I can afford three quid, sort of thing. <laughs> and I loved it. I thought, I thought they're amazing. I still think they're great. No, what about you? I don't know. There's not a crazy amount of gigs that I can remember off the top of my head where I've thought this is absolute pants. Yeah, I've enjoyed the majority of them. But there's nothing that comes out straight to mind. I remember I had, I didn't have as good of an experience when I went to see Fight Star for the second time. Like the, the music was fantastic, but I, I think I've mentioned it in a previous episode. I had an operation on my hand. Oh yeah, and I had the gig two or three days later after my operation. So I was really worried that. Is that when they supported Film for a Friend, the new academy? I think it was, yeah. The Vans gig that we went to. Uh, it's called the Vans Off The Wall Music Night or something. I do remember that. It wasn't that one. Okay. So I remember uh, it was Fight Star. They were uh, headlining. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared that I was going to have people knock into my hand, especially just having their operation. And he did. I, I stood right at the back of the, the venue and I could barely see him. I, I could still hear him, but it, it wasn't great. So. Yeah, I remember seeing Fight Star twice. I saw them do an acoustic set three times, actually. Sorry, first time I saw them do an acoustic set at Kerrang Radio. Really managed to get tickets for that. It was like you had to win tickets, uh, and then I saw them at HMV. They did an acoustic set, and then I saw them at that Vans thing. Mm. And the all I wanted was for them to play Death Car live, yeah. and they didn't because Charlie was ill. Oh, cross! And that was—I was so gutted. That's a shame. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they come back and do a like a anniversary tour next year, and then that would be cool. Make up for it a little bit. Yeah, make oh. up for make up for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> you saying that it's just triggered a memory in my mind. This year at Download, I went to see Creeper uh, with my partner, and I'd bumped into a family friend, and. It was hilarious. Like I, I think it was the the last song, well, the, the space in between the last song, and the friend of the family. He he shouted to the singer, "It's like play Suzanne." Josh hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> he looked directly at him with a face as like, "Who?" <laughs> just for you, yeah, just for me. Didn't play it though. Just, <laughs> I've seen them twice now, both years at download, and they haven't played that one song, which is a shame. they're just one of those bands I can't get into. I've, I think I've reached a point now where you know when you're young and you try to be cool and you're like, "Oh, that band shit." Yeah, <laughs> I don't like them sort of thing. I've just reached that point now where I, d- I can't be bothered to do that. I'm just like, I just can't. Yeah, just I- eyes nine kills. I can't get into them. <laughs> and I can imagine that their music's good. I just I think the the theatrics on stage is a bit hokey and a bit cheesy. 
and it kind of, for some people, that might make the experience a bit more immersive. Yeah. It completely takes me out of the experience. I'm just really? like, this is, this is weird. That's With great. a film, you want it to be immersive. When you watch American Psycho or Psycho, you kind of get drawn into it because it's like a horror or a thriller. And you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Yeah. When you're watching a dude do it on stage and you're in the same room as a, like a few thousand other people, <laughs> we know what's going to happen. It's a bit weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, it's one of those bands that I, I struggle to understand. Yeah. And I've got, including yourself, I've got a handful of friends who are all, all the same. Like, oh, you should just give them a chance. And I'm like, I just can't. It was only until, I think it was uh, last year when we went to download, it was only probably two or three months prior to going there that I actually started really giving them a chance. Because I, I did try to give them a chance years and years ago, but their music was completely different to what it is now. Like they didn't do the whole horror movie theme uh, based songs. And I don't know, it was just something I couldn't get into. But the further and further into my life, especially when it revolves around music, I have noticed that I really draw towards theatrical styled music. That's why I find it so surprising is because I've always felt the same. I've always been into conceptual music, theatrical music and stuff like that. And it's just that one band that I, I struggle with and I don't know why. Yeah. And I think it's one of those that, one of those sorts of situations that I could look at it and be like, if I was to see them in their own gig and you're in a venue in the dark and there's lighting and stuff like that, I get it. At a festival, I've seen them twice now. Yeah. And they're on in the middle of the day. And it just doesn't make a lot of sense, like, yeah. especially at a festival. So I don't think it's them. I think it's the, the, the kind of, yeah, where you are. But like watching them at main stage this year, I just found it a little bit odd. Yeah. I was like, you got someone, you know, Chainsaw Massacre coming out on the front of the stage and you're like, if this was real life, someone would be like, there's a hundred thousand people in this field. <laughs> Fucking get him. <laughs> get him. Rush it. Yeah. <laughs> So have you have you had any kind of experiences that you got really excited for a gig and then something, you know, something happened and you were like, oh, that's kind of tainted the experience for me now? That's a loaded question because I know the answer. What, for yourself? For you. Oh, okay. And uh, I want to see if you think the same thing, but if, it, if not. There's one that stands out to me and I don't think it's the one that you're thinking of. Okay. The one that comes to mind for me is the fact that when, I think it was 2008, mm -hmm. I went to see him in Wolverhampton uh, Civic yes. Hall. And my brother had bought me and one of his girlfriends, members of- One of his girlfriends? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I spoke too soon there. <laughs> bought one of the members of family a ticket for the same gig. So it was just the four of us. Yeah. We're in a, a Vauxhall Corsair, so it's a very small car. And we got to the main island in uh, Wolverhampton, very close to the actual uh, venue. It's a big old island. And we had, I mean, I think it was probably 15 minutes prior to the gig starting, we had someone basically hit into the back of the car on the uh, island yeah. and completely spin us out into the middle of the island. And it was just ever so lucky, the fact that there was no other cars actually on the, on the island at the time. Otherwise, Otherwise, it'd be a completely different story. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But that... Nobody was hurt, thank God. But it was more... Because I was so looking forward to going to see that band, completely 
it, it didn't necessarily ruin me seeing that band. It was just... Just overshadows it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Whenever I think, oh, I've seen him. I also had a car, uh, car accident that day. Yeah. And, but no, it, it, I'm, I'm intrigued. What's the one that you thought? Oh, we went to Siasco and Alexandria in Birmingham. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was absolute shite. And we waited all night and you got so excited. They came on. Your phone got knocked out of your hand. And we spent 25 minutes during their set with a torch on my phone trying to look for your phone. And it was, it was gone. <laughs> it was in a crowd of 4,000 people. It's either well. been trampled on or stolen or someone's picked it up or whatever. It's annoying because it was in my pocket. Yeah. And because everybody was jumping around and you packed like sardines, obviously friction builds and then you... <laughs> I was going to say something really wrong. Yeah, friction builds and like things in your pockets slip up and mm-hmm. it just came straight out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember I don't remember any of their set. I don't to be honest. Not one bit of their set. Not for that show, because I know we've seen them multiple times. Yeah. It's a shame. In fact, I'll get onto this story in the next episode. Which is going to be festivals. Yeah, we've already sort of spoke about festivals a little bit, but it was more because they link into each other and, you know, gigs a gig, festivals festival. So it's kind of a part two. I want to answer my own question. Go on. Just because I remember going to see Gallows. I saw Gallows twice with Frank. Was this the first time when we went and he hung upside down? No, second time. Okay. Second time I went to see them was when Great Britain had came out. Very heavy record. Really, really great. Mm. And his brother, Steph, who was a guitarist at the time, came down to the barrier. Yeah. Started, he stood in front of me at the barrier, started ripping a guitar solo, and then Frank comes up, puts his, feet, uh, puts his hands on Steph's shoulder, stands on the barrier, puts his foot on my shoulder <laughs> to jump into the crowd, and I turn as... He jumps into the crowd. He kicks me straight in the face. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I guess you can say you've been kicked in the face by Frank Carter. Yeah. But. <laughs> so when the, when the Rattlesnakes did that headline set at, on second stage at Download, I was like, yeah, he kicked me in the face. <laughs> Claims to frame. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, we've reached the end of the episode, I think. <laughs> Just because we're going to roll it onto episode two. So hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully you uh, drop a follow, all that sort of stuff, like, share, all that. You know what to do. That's it. And hopefully we will see you same time next Tuesday, guys. See you very soon. Bye-bye. Peace out. Bye.